Welcome to the Driver's Line. I'm Greg. And I'm Jordan. And today, we've got another conversation for you guys. And today's conversation is all about the LA Auto Show. We had some new debuts that we want to talk to you about. Some of them exciting, some maybe not so much. Yep, not so much. But, you know, Toyota did bring a couple new cars. And, uh, you know, one of them that we want to talk about first is the... I think it was the Venza, right? They brought out that new Venza. No, yeah. it's not Venza. It replaces the Venza because it's basically the exact same thing. Yeah. But they're calling it the Crown Signet. Oh, that's right. Who could forget about that? Who could forget about that? Because, you know, we've actually put something on social about it. Like 20 of you guys looked at it. So clearly nobody cares about it. And you know what? Neither do we. Neither do we. No. So, no. We're going to go ahead and move on. All right. Something people actually care a little bit more about. And that's going to be the Toyota Camry. <laughs> so I know kind of strange to think about, but uh, the Prius came out, right, a, a little bit ago and really made a big splash with its new front end and overall styling design. Huge improvement over the previous one. Massive improvement. The new Prius is actually a good looking car. Yeah. yeah. And recently won Motor Trend Car of the Year. I know. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, so not since I think the original or the second generation Prius actually right. won Motor Trend Car of the Year. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to Toyota there. Uh, well deserved, I think. I think it's a great looking design. Yeah. Minus all the hashtags throughout the interior. That's a little bit weird. A little odd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we were looking at it, uh, expecting a pretty similar design from the Camry uh, front end. There are some similarities there, for yeah, sure. There's a lot of similarities. I mean, they, they did what they could with the sheet metal they had, right? Because right. it's, it's just an evolution of the existing camera, right? right but, right. you know, they had, there's a lot of nice improvements. Mm -hmm. They actually added all-wheel drive. You can get all-wheel yeah. drive with the hybrid powertrain now. And so it's an electric motor that's driving the back wheels. Yeah, and a lot of people were, like, dying for a complete refresh of this thing and a brand new from, you know, I'm not sure why we're thinking about that. I mean, this is a dying market, guys. Mid-sized sedans, we're not looking at huge sales increases. So... If, we're t if I'm Toyota, I'm not. I'm playing a safe bet here. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's still their second best-selling car after the Rav Four, so they've got a lot of sales mm -hmm. there. But yeah. again, you don't want to reinvent the wheel here. Don't mess with success. Right. So yeah. Yeah, they just did a, made it a little bit prettier, made it a little bit nicer inside. You can actually get um, the hybrid, as I mentioned, is going to be on the all-wheel drive models now, which you couldn't get previously. Sadly, though, the V6 is gone. Mm -hmm. That excellent V6 that yep. also has a home yeah. in the you know the Lotus uh, That's right. Amira. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty wild when you yeah. think about it, but. But that's how good of an engine it is, so. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I think safe bet for Toyota. We're not going to see many, many changes before eventually all this stuff goes electric. But right. um, as we know, Toyota's a pioneer in hybrid technology. And no surprise here that the Camry is going to be a huge player in that agreed, moving forward. Agreed. All right, so another huge debut at LA was the Lucid Gravity. Yes, and when we mean huge, we mean huge. huge. That's a big old buddy. <laughs> that's a big old sucker. It's about the size of a Q7. Um, and uh, it's kind of unique in that, you know, the overall length is about the same as the Q7, mm -hmm. but the interior space is a lot bigger because of how you can package an EV. Absolutely. Yeah, they, play, they played it really smart with this one. You got three rows of seating, and you have a almost Dodge version of Stow and Go all the way in the back, which That's, I think is really great. Oh, it is great. I mean, just all that extra space that you can carve out on an EV, having the electric motors and the batteries on the floor is just really unique. And the piece de resistance is... The front. The front. <laughs> yeah. So the front is not just a front. No, no. It actually is a bench. <laughs> yeah, you could go front gating. I know. <laughs> it's actually really cool because it's got a little little flap that folds out to cover up your paint. So people like us who are a little OCD, you know, yeah, we don't yeah. scratch up our front bumper with our jeans or whatnot. And it's got a little cushion in there <laughs> you can sit in and enjoy frunking. I, I'm I'm really not sure when I'm ever going to use that. If I'm honest. <laughs> But tailgating, start it's cool. Come on, there's opportunity there. I guess going to a drive-in. <laughs> there's like five of those left in the country. 
it's 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 a possibility. It is, it's a possibility. It's a distinct possibility. And I, I appreciate the fact that they're thinking outside the box and, and giving us something funky because we don't want all the same boring stuff. So no, no. props there for that one. The interior on that thing is stunning too. Oh. Thirty-four inch display. Beautiful, and they yeah. made a lot of improvements from the air. You know, they took all the criticism they received from the air, just from owners mm -hmm. and you know um, reviewers like us, and said, okay, we're gonna you know make a few changes and make things a little bit more seamless inside. Mm -hmm. And they really hit the nail on the head. So. Kudos to Lucid Team for listening. Absolutely. I really like their attention to detail with this model. Um, like you said, the big improvements that they're making, they're obviously listening to their customer base, which we like to see. Uh, my favorite thing is those bento boxes in the center. I mean, how wacky is that? And you got that smoked glass panel. So I love, we were talking about previously on a previous episode how we want to get away from that piano black. I mean, you don't see any of that inside this thing. No. It's classy. Uh, and that smoke glass thing is really cool. You don't see that a lot nowadays. So you can see what's inside that, but not so much. It keeps it's a very, so it's a very Mad Men vibe. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. They, you know, one, one of Lucid's tenets is saying they want to kind of create that, like, contemporary look. Right. You know? Yeah, the mid-century modern. Yeah, mid-century yeah. modern. Yeah. You know, they kind of achieve it. It's oh, yeah, really for sure. Really neat. And especially in something that's supposed to be as, you know, groundbreaking and, you know, moment forward as... An EV. Absolutely. So I'm really curious where they go forward. I imagine we're going to be looking at, after this, a smaller SUV. I'm kind of shocked they didn't come out with this one first, considering the market and, and uh, how it's been. But, I mean, the starting price for this one is less than that Air. Mm -hmm. And you're getting so much for that money. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really a, a great value, I think. We're still talking about something that's $80,000. But when you're looking at the EV market, I mean, if I'm a, someone who just bought a Lucid Air, I'm like, oh, <laughs> right? I made a mistake. I could have got a bigger car for the same amount of money, but yeah. you know, you probably have a smaller pack. I think with the eighty thousand right. dollars, the 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 version they de uh, debuted is going to be the Dream Edition, right. essentially, right? right? So mm -hmm. it's going to be you know the dual motor is going to have the, the full battery range, oh, yeah. just going to have four hundred forty miles of range. Um, so I would expect something a little bit less for eighty grand, yeah, but yeah. it's still going to be yeah. really really competitive against the X. Yeah, absolutely. So props there. Props there. After the Lucid uh, comes something that's. Far less groundbreaking, I would say. <laughs> uh, maybe used to break some ground, but that's the Subaru Forester. was recently updated. Um, and I'll be honest with you, not much is going on there except that interesting front end. Yeah, the, the front end is its a face only a mother could love, let's be honest. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, Subaru's design has always kind of been that way. Like, even funky. if you think back to the original Forester, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a beautiful car, but it was utilitarian. It was interesting. It looked like nothing else on the road. And I think that's kind of what Subaru's jam is lack of a better term yeah we want to be a little funky right yeah. that's, that's kind of what they want so you got that new front end the rest of it you got some new taillights in the back uh, but most of that well most of it's really carryover you still have that 2.5 boxer 4 coming in with that wonderful cvt oh. transmission that we all know and love uh, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing kind to say about a cvt we don't uh, we don't but you know it's something like this i mean you know, we're not really setting the trails of fire. It would be cool to get a new XT out with wait, the, wait, wait, wait. the manual. Are you going to set the trails of fire in your wilderness edition? Hey! hey. Which is bound to debut with oh, some copper accents, it's right? It's going to be coming out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one of the more striking things coming out of the Subaru, honestly, it's the roof rails. <laughs> <laughs> so they were talking about how much thought they put into these roof rails. So there's two different styles of roof rails depending on the model that you're picking. Um, so there's one that already come kind of Height adjusted for you to be able to attach any attachments you want to the front of it. Um, or if you choose one of those sportier models, they're going to be more flush with the body style and you're going to have to like really just kind of link it in there. Um, the fact that they put two different style body rails while making the car so ugly <laughs> to me is just a really bizarre 
uh, set of priorities. But right. yeah, it's, it's a little bit strange to spend that much time on roof rails, but you know, then you got four to spend all the time on their tailgate. This is true. So. This is true. And on top of the Forester, there's also a third set of roof rails that they have on the Outback. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> Let's get it together. Um, but inside, uh, yeah, mostly carryover stuff, some refresh materials, and uh, that wonderful infotainment still carries on that I think is one of the most hated ones in the industry. It's very laggy and very dated in terms of its uh, design. So hopefully we'll see something coming out in a mid-cycle refresh after this refresh uh, to address that issue because, you know, technology is a big player in today's game. Well, absolutely. You know, if you've got a bad UI, yeah. you know, people are going to shy away from your vehicles. Or if you'd say, hey... I would make a great decision to get rid of CarPlay like some other manufacturers. GM. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I'm not it's sure. Cautious what... some sales. Exactly. Exactly. So with this younger generation coming into the buying market, and this is a pretty big generation coming in now, uh, that's really got to be something that's addressed for Subaru. So hopefully we see that coming out down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that about covers LA. Not too much going on there besides that. Uh, stay tuned because we have some more exciting stuff coming. That's right. So be sure as always to like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time.